0: Welcome to a podcast where the truth is spoken unapologetically. This is Outspoken. Everybody's having a great day. For those of you that don't know, today is actually my 26th birthday. Um, So I want to thank everybody that has reached out and uh, gave me a uh, happy birthday. I appreciate that very much. Um, Still hard for me to believe that I'm 26 years old, but here I am. And, um, you know, just trying to do what I can to uh, build the kingdom and doing what I can to uh, expose false doctrine and expose... Uh, all of this corruption that we see in our nation, just going one year at a time. But uh, this year will actually mark, uh, which 2024, May of 2024 will mark uh, four years since I've been preaching the gospel. Uh, so hard hard to believe how uh, fast time flies, but I want to talk to you today, and I, 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 I post about this on Twitter and on Truth Social, but... I know that I've came on here before and talked about demonic possession, but I didn't really go into detail on it that much. Uh, today we're going to dig into some scripture because I've been asked a lot of questions since I uh, did that episode a while back. And so I'm wanting to be able, to, and I've, I've done so much study on, on on this, read a lot of Bible, and I've been asked so many questions. Is this demonic possession? Is this demonic And so all of this stuff, I've compiled all of these into three questions, two or three questions. And I'm going to try to go over it today and using the Word of God as a guide. So uh, the first Bible scripture, if you have your Bibles, that I want you to go to here is Ephesians chapter 6. Now, for those of you that have followed my ministry for a while you will figure out that the scripture that I quote more than anything is Ephesians 5.11. Because when people hear me and they say, well, man, I've never heard a preacher like you. I mean, you just, you're controversial. You're outspoken. That's why this show's titled that. I said, well, we're supposed to be. And I know that in this modern day, limp-wisted society that we're living in, we're uh, we're supposed to be silent on certain issues. We're supposed to be... Uh, politically correct on some things, and I'm just not. I just tell you, I just tell you how it is. Hell is hot, and if you ain't been saved, you're going there. I, I don't know when we got to this point in our culture where we were just, we're limp twisted and we're scared that, uh, you know, if I say this, they might come after me. So what? Let them come after you. They went after Jesus. They went after the disciples. The disciples were killed, folks, because they stood up for God. We're supposed to stand up for God and his principles, but Ephesians 5.11 says this, Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather we prove them. So if you look up the word we prove, you'll find that it basically means expose. Expose it. Don't be affiliated with the works of darkness. Expose them. You see somebody doing an evil work of darkness and they're trying to bring down the church, they're trying to bring down your country, expose them. Don't just sit back on your couch with your feet propped up and do nothing about it. Actually, actually do something about it. Expose them. Go on social media. Go on the podcast. Whatever you need to do, expose them people. They need to be exposed. But you need to be ready because when you start doing that, guess what? Satan's going to send his minions after you. That's why Ephesians 5.11 tells you to expose it, but Ephesians chapter 6 tells you how to defend yourself when Satan comes after you for doing that. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So that's what it says there. And I'm going to play a couple of clips, and I'm going to talk about a couple of things that's going on in our country right now. And one of these clips that I'm going to play, you've already heard it on this show before, but this is just what we have going on. And I think it's very important for me to be able... To show you this and let you hear this. Because this is what demonic possession is. I want you to understand that when you're, when you're talking about the topic of demonic possession. People always think about somebody sitting in a corner. Rocking back and forth with foam coming out of their mouth. That's demonic possession. Yeah, that's a form of it. But that's not all that there is. There's multiple forms of this that you need to take in. And understand how Satan does his bidding. See Satan, here's what I have a problem with in the modern day church. We preach about the symptom well we talk about the sickness, but we don't preach on the ish on the uh, symptoms. We don't preach on how we get sick. I'll give you an example. this is just an off the wall example. so if I have a if I have um let's say my truck is leaking oil. I need to see what is causing that leak. Why is my truck leaking oil? I know it's leaking oil. That's that's easy to see. But why is it leaking oil? Where is it leaking oil? I need to do some research and figure out why is my truck doing this. Okay, the church needs to do the same thing when it comes to the demonic possession. Because I can tell you this right now. The actual pandemic is not COVID-19, folks. The real pandemic is demonic possession, and we're going to talk about it today. We always talk about, well, Satan is, uh, and I'm going to read this verse word for word here in a little bit, but there's a verse that goes on the lines of, um, he's he's uh, going around the earth looking whom he can devour. Well, we always just say, well, Satan's looking for you. He's looking for you. And yes, that's true, but he's got a bunch of demons that's going around this earth too looking for you as well, and they're answering to him. So let's go ahead and dive into this. I always get asked this question. People that have cancer, people that have sicknesses, is this a form of demonic possession and oppression? The answer to that question is yes. Now... I, me and my dad was talking about this a few days ago and I told Dad that when you tell somebody that's battling cancer or battling a sickness when you tell them that it's a demon the first thing that they do is get offended Oh how dare you say that it's not meant to be offensive I'm, I'm not saying nothing bad about you I'm just telling you that's what's doing it. See the Bible says that he that he is here to uh, he is here to kill steal and destroy. Anything that does those three is of the enemy. If you have cancer, guess what it does? It kills you and it destroys your body. Guess what? That's demonic. Anything that attacks you and tries to bring you down and kill you, that is demonic. There is steps in the Bible on how to get rid of this possession, how to get rid of this oppression. Oppression, the only difference between possession and oppression, if you've been born again by the blood of Jesus Christ, demons can oppress you. They can make you depressed. They can make you all of this stuff. They can, they can weigh you down. That's why Jesus said, cast your cares upon me. Because what these demons do, they cast so many burdens on you. They cast so many of these cares on you to where you're depressed and where you, where you actually start to think, God doesn't care about me. That is where the demons start to oppress you, and that's, guess what? You leave the church, you leave God, and you go back to to the old way of living. That's what Satan wants you to do. Here's the deal, folks. Possession only happens to those that's never been born again. You cannot be possessed if you've been born again by the blood of Jesus Christ, because what's living inside you will prevent that from happening. But let me tell you, it can oppress you. These demons can bring you down so bad. That you start contemplating suicide, you start contemplating all of this stuff. And all of a sudden, you start having all of these sicknesses that come upon you. And I'll give you another thing that we do that we, that we don't talk about. This Bible right here that I'm holding in my hand as I'm talking to you, it gives us food laws on what to eat and what not to eat. We eat pork like it's going out of style. Let me tell you something. Hardee's, McDonald's, Burger King, all of these restaurants... The only thing on the breakfast menu is sausage, sausage, bacon, sausage, sausage, bacon, bacon. That is not what God wants you to eat, folks. God puts certain animals on this earth to be scavengers of the earth and to clean it. They did not. He did not put them down here to be consumed. Alligators, hogs, bears, all of these things, they were not meant to be consumed. There's a reason why we have cancer. There's a reason why we have heart disease. There's a reason why we have all of this. And I see so many Christians every day where I work that are just, it's like they're addicted to eating sausage. They can't eat a chicken biscuit. No, they have to have that sausage. And let me tell you something, folks. Once again, Satan's here to uh, steal, kill, and destroy there's something that's making them want that sausage. There's something that's making them want that pork that makes them crave that sausage biscuit. That makes them crave that uh, double quarter pounder of bacon, that bacon whopper, whatever. There's something making them crave that. And I know that for a fact because that's what it was with me. I craved it. I craved eating sausage and pork bologna and all of this stuff. I craved it. Until I figured out what demon possession and oppression was and I casted it out of my life. And guess what? I'm at a point now where I ain't ate that stuff in two or three months. I won't even use soap in the shower that is pork made. Because you ain't supposed to. They're not made for that. They are made for scavenging the earth. But can demons cause you to have cancer and heart disease and all of this stuff? Yes, they can. Can they make you so just crazy that you commit suicide? Yes, they can. That's why I get this question so many times since I've become a pastor. I get this so many times. Pastor, do you think that uh, people that commit suicide go to hell? I always say two things. Number one, that's not for me to judge. I am not going to sit here and say, no, they're going to heaven. I'm Because I don't know. I don't know what was going through their head. I I, I don't know them. That's between them and God. I'm not even going to get into that. Number two, in order for you to be able to put a gun to your head or whatever, however you do it, how, however you got that done, you had to have had something wrong mentally. Something is not clicking upstairs. Guess what that is, folks? I hear this so many times during the day from liberals and all of these people. Where we have a mental health issue in this country? No, we do not have a mental health issue in this country. We have a demonic presence issue in this country. And I'm going to prove it to you. I got videos here, folks. And this, this, this is what it is. You don't think Satan's lur- uh, lurking around in this country? You um, really? We have slaughtered 60 million babies since 1973. Are you kidding me? 60 million through the act of O.V. Raid, which, thank God, was overturned. But 60 million unborn babies have been slaughtered in this country since 1973. And you're wanting me to believe that that's not demonic? We've got people that don't even know if they're a man or a woman. They don't even know what bathroom to use. You don't think that's demonic? The Bible says that God is not the author of confusion. Well, if God's not the author of confusion, that leaves one other culprit. Guess who's the author of confusion? Satan. So if you're confused about if you're a man or if you're a woman, whatever, that is coming straight from the enemy. You're either possessed or you're oppressed. One of the two. And it's time for you to play, it's time for you to be born again, and it's time for you to repent. And time for you to cast them demons out of your life because there's something wrong. Now, I'm going to play a couple of videos here. Since uh, my chair is really squeaking tonight, I need to get me a new one of these. I'm going to play this video here. This is just one of many that I have in my arsenal. And I played this before, it makes me sick, but once again, I'm talking about demonic possession, so I have to talk about this. This is a male trans activist, and he is literally fantasizing about getting a uterus transplant so he can get pregnant. But it's not for the reasons you think, folks. Take a listen to this. And tell me if you don't think this is demonic. Listen to this.
1: The first trans woman... To have a successful uterus transplant, ovaries and eggs included, and I want to be the first trans woman to have an abortion. I will let a doctor who has successfully transplanted a uterine complex before cut the organs out of a willing, healthy, transmasculine donor, place them in my body, I will devote myself heart and soul, to their aftercare. I will have as much gay sex as it takes with as many trans women as it takes and let the transphobes and homophobes scratch their heads wondering what to make of it. And I want to be the first trans woman to have an abortion.
0: Ask yourself something, folks. Is that really... So he ain't wanting to get pregnant so he can start a family. No, that, that ain't it at all. No, he's wanting to have a uh, get pregnant so he can have an abortion and kill an unborn child. That's not demonic? Folks, that right there... Is, I, if I shut this show, show down right now, 16 minutes, that right there should be proof enough that we're in a battle... For the soul of this nation. Biden said that on his campaign. We're in the battle for the soul of a nation. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Biden. But. uh, It's coming from somebody. That, from what I've seen, has no soul. Biden has no soul. But we are in the battle for the soul of this nation. That's absolutely correct. Look at these people that will bad. And and once again, I say it because I'm so... Uh, um, I'm so f- familiar with saying it like this. These people. It ain't these people. That guy that you just heard say that, he did not say that. There's a spirit inside of him that's saying that. We need to understand this, folks, so we're never going to fix this issue. We're still calling these people lefties and all of this stuff, and yeah, that's what they are, but... It's not their, It's not them per se, the flesh and blood. It is the spirits that's acting behind them. There's spirits that's behind the curtains pulling the strings, and we need to understand that in order to combat this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you another thing here. And, and folks, if you don't think Christianity is under attack, I'm telling you, we, uh, we're more under attack right now than we've ever been in the history of this country. So, I'm going to look this Bible verse up so I can read it here. Um, here we go. So, Satan is like a warring lion. So, here's what it says 1 Peter 5 8. Um, let's see here. The devil is like a warring lion seeking whom he may devour. So here's what it says, this verse implies that Satan is a powerful and dangerous enemy who tries to scare and destroy the faithful. Some interpretations suggest that Satan can also disguise himself as an angel of light or use persecution as a weapon. So I asked my dad this question and I, I kind of stumped him a little bit. Now, I stump everybody when I ask them this question because they don't think this way. We don't have churches preaching on this. I want you to sit there and ask yourself, and I'm going to give you about 10 seconds here to answer this. Who is the first person to walk into a church? I'll give you 10 seconds. Okay. Who is the first person to walk into a church? Is it the pastor of the church? Is it the deacons of the church? Is it the piano player? Is it, who is it? Is it the security? Who is it? I guarantee you none of you answered it correctly. And that's okay. Because once again, they don't teach on this. The first person to go inside a church and grab him a seat is the enemy Satan himself. He is the first person. Why do you see so many churches right now splitting up? Why do you see so many small churches going down the drain right now? Why do you see backbiting? Why do you see gossiping? Why do you see all of this stuff that is destroying the church? And you know what the number one thing is that's destroying churches right now? It's destroyed a bunch of them here in my community. Pride. Why got Satan kicked out of heaven? Pod. Pride. You're seeing a lot of pastors, a lot of song leaders, a lot of preachers, a lot of people inside these local churches right now, not just in my area, but all over the country, that are literally filled to the gut with pride. Well, what causes you to have pride? It ain't God. Guess what it is? It's demonic. All of this stuff that we face day to day, it's demonic. He is seeking whom he may devour. He's wanting to destroy your reputation. He's wanting to destroy your church relationships. He's wanting to destroy your marriage. He's wanting to destroy your family. He's wanting to destroy it all. And let me tell you how it happens. He gets in your ear, him or his demons, they'll get in your ear and they'll say, Hey, you know, you, you dress better than everybody here every week. Look at what everybody else is wearing and take a look at what you're wearing. You know, and, and I mean... I know I'm being a little bit dramatic, but that's literally what's going on. Folks, I've seen churches split up over the color of the carpet because they couldn't agree on what color carpet to put down. I mean, what do you think causes that? That is not of God. Catholic couple sues Massachusetts after the foster parent application was denied because they do not support procedures to change a child's God-given sex And believe in traditional marriage. No, I'm not kidding. A Catholic couple are suing Massachusetts after their application to become foster parents uh, was denied over concerns they would not be affirming to a child who is identified as LGBTQ+. Court documents filed this week show that Catherine and her husband Michael Burke, who are devout Catholics, applied to be foster parents after experiencing the heartbreak of infertility. However, however, if I can talk tonight, the application was denied by Massachusetts Department of Children and Families in April after staff were concerned over the couple's responses to questions regarding care for an LGBTQ plus child. Keep on going. In the lawsuit, the couple state that they believe that children should not undergo procedures that attempt to change their God-given sex, and they uphold Catholic beliefs about marriage and sexuality. The couple, who both work at Catholic churches as musicians, believe that their values are decent and honorable, and that the DCF's rejection of their foster license is discriminatory and unconstitutional. A little bit more here, and I'll talk about it. Uh, The DCF's list of regulations for adopting or fostering a child last updated in January specifically state that foster parents must promote the physical, mental, and emotional well-being of a child placed in his or her care, including support. Now, this is what it says. Including... Supporting and respecting a child's sexual orientation or gender identity. You know what Satan loves going after? He loves going after the kids. You know why? Because he corrupts the youth. You know, the Bible says that if you raise a child up in the way that he should go, they will not depart from it. You don't think Satan knows that verse? Why do you think that they're going after the kids so hard right now? Why do you think that they're trying to promote all of this uh, homo- uh, homosexuality agenda and shove it down the throat of the kids? Why do you think that is? <coughs> Once again, that is demonic. Now, I'm not going to play this whole thing, but this right here just proves my point. This right here is this is what we're facing folks. We are, we are not battling a flesh and blood issue. That is not what this is. This is nothing more than demonic. And this right here proves it. This is uh, the San Francisco Gay Man's chorus. Gay men's chorus, I guess I should say. I so so <coughs> this is what they put out. Let me see how long ago this was, but they've been putting out worse stuff than this for, for years. Uh, two years ago is when this came out. So here we go. Take a listen to this.
2: As we celebrate Pride on the progress we've made over these past years, there's still work to be done. So, to those of you out there who are still working against equal rights, we have a message for you. You think we're sinful? You fight against our rights You say we all lead lives you can't respect But you're just frightened You think that we'll corrupt your kids If our agenda goes unchecked Funny, just this once, you're correct We'll convert your children Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. You can keep him from disco, warn about San Francisco, make him wear pleated pants, we don't care. We'll convert your children, we'll make them tolerant and fair. At first I didn't get why you'd be so scared of us turning your children into accepting, caring people, but... I see now why you have a problem with that. Just like you worried, they'll change their group of friends. You won't approve of where they go at night to protest. Oh, and you'll be disgusted so when they start finding things online that you've kept far from their sight. Like information. Guess what? You'll, you'll still, still be, be alright your children yes we will reaching one and all there's really no escaping it because even grandma likes all. and the world's getting kinder gen z's gayer than grinder learn to love learn to evoke, face your fate we'll convert your children someone's gotta teach them
0: not to hate that's not demonic That's not demonic. Folks, that's what we have right now in this country. That's what we have. And I said this back in 2012, I believe it was, when the Supreme Court passed uh, the gay marriage thing. And, you know, you can get married in every state across the country as a gay couple. I said it back then, and I'm still saying it today. And let me tell you, I was in, I think... Let me see. I graduated, so I was a freshman when that happened, and I said this, and I got so much pushback from uh, from people my age. Man, I got pushback, but once again, I, I turned out to be telling the truth. Imagine that. But I said we cannot pass this gay marriage thing, and people said, why not? They just want to love. They just want to be able to love each other. Ugh, Whatever. I said, look. I have studied the word of God. I know what Satan does. When you give him an inch, he takes a mile every single time. That's why you can't give Satan an inch. You can't. Because when you do, he'll make a mile out of it and he'll do it so fast that you before you even blink, he's done made a mile out of it. We passed that because the church sat back and said, You know what? I just don't think that's our battle to fight. We're just going to leave that to God. Even though God wants us to stand up against it, you know, these lazy, and I, I'm going to call them out. Lazy Christians, they sat down on the couch and they said, well, we're just going to leave that up to God. That ain't what God told you to do. But that's what they did. They was able to pass it. Now guess what? Fast forward 11 years later. Not 11. Let me see. Yeah, 11 years later. Almost 12. And what do we have? We have a San Francisco gay man's chorus that is literally talking about converting your children to be homosexuals. You've got drag shows in the middle of town square where people's shaking their genitalia in front of five and six year olds. That's acceptable. That's acceptable. Folks, that is nothing more than Than demonic our churches are filled with it our homes are filled with it and our country is filled with it and I'm telling you folks if we don't get our act together it's gonna consume this country It, it basically already has but there's still hope we need to understand that all of this stuff that we're facing is demonic And it's time to start praying and casting these demons out. We will see you tomorrow on the next episode of Outspoken. God bless you.